What's up? It's your boy Zero Cool, and you know what time it is. This podcast is brought to you by the Block Librarian, hosted by our very own Block Librarian, Rebel Tees. Today, she's going to have a special guest on to talk about their work, their writing process, and how they got to where they're at now. So stay tuned, because this should be very interesting. Peace. But the truth is hard, oh it's hard for some girls still all love Imagine if you try with me, I'm not like the mothers that you see in this society They gon' call you up to link you once and never fly with me All I ever ask is keep it real and never lie to me How many times can you open your heart? You say you heal, but you're stuck on the scars Look in the end, we are who we are Mistakes were made, but don't let them tear us apart I don't care about the others in the past I'm here now to tell you I ain't mad I'm outside so we can run it back I'm outside, just tell me where we're at Ooh. I play one, not the two When I tell you what to do, you gotta move how I move Lay my hands up on your waist, I'm trying to keep myself in tune When I'm staring at your face, I feel like no one's in the mind I don't care about the others in the past I'm here now to tell you I ain't mad I'm outside so we can run it back I'm outside, just tell me where we're at Worth it being unfaithful I already know that you're far from an angel Why don't you come into something more stable? We all play games so I can't give you labels Wish they double paper like the way they double standards It's not every girl that wanna link a wedding planner Shorty I know best and catching feelings is a hazard But there's no other feeling like the feeling when I had you You say you would ride for me Yeah I love it when you twirling, been the spine for me Just crying on me, never lie to me Cause I call your bluff and I think you're the one Cause I don't care about the others in the past I'm here now to tell you I ain't mad I'm outside so we can run it back I'm outside, just tell me where we're at Ooh. I play one, not the two When I tell you what to do, you gotta move how I move And my hands up on your waist, I'm trying to keep myself in tune When I'm staring at your face, I feel like no one's in the mind I don't care about the others in the past I'm here now to tell you I ain't mad I'm Outside, so we can run it back on Outside, just tell me where we're at got a very special guest he goes by jody which i do owe him an apology because i was thinking it was joe die and then i listened to a couple audios right but anyway he shouldn't need any introduction he's got almost 2,000 followers on the rhymers block 10,400 respects you know i would say bona fide legend as far as the app goes thanks so how you doing today doing well um on this sunday all this Thanksgiving weekend, just happy I got it off. Yeah, yeah. How'd that go for you? You have a good Thanksgiving? Oh yeah, it was great. Um, I had two friendsgivings to go, and then my own Thanksgiving at home. There was a lot of food, a lot of takeovers. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, where would a uh, Thanksgiving rank on uh your list of favorite holidays? Um, it's definitely in the top three. For sure, but I, I think I'm more of a New Year's type of person, and then there's Christmas, and yeah, then, uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> right on. Okay, let's get into the music, because I think that's what people are listening for. <clears throat> so, what would you say, what what are uh, some of your favorite pieces? It can be 
collaborations you've done or even pieces you've done off the block that, that we don't know about what are some of your favorites uh some of my favorites uh i gotta say it's the audio work that i have been doing off of the block but if i had to choose pieces that i've done with other artists on the block hmm i mean i think high school anonymity with demise i think i did that collab that was like now i'm looking at it right now i'm like wow that was like four years ago i have not really worked with a lot of people on the block which is something i want to change but a lot of the work that i've done yeah for sure block, um like uh from my latest album moments i gotta say by all means um off the shits um uh, a lot off of that's another ep that i've done i put that audio up and then outside and i guess uh don't like me that song that's in the top 10 for the all-time written for sure i think i think i liked that piece at one point i i guess when i wrote it that in my mind that was like my best work and then i went on to top that piece like maybe 10 20 more times and now when i read it i'm like oh this is so fucking bad <laughs> it's really not that bad i uh i actually just listened to that song and i uh i wrote down one of the uh lines from it you say uh i want something forever like goku and chi chi about to shake in that pussy that's why my shoes dc i'm like man that shit's brilliant you know <laughs> like i like that you know but the whole the whole song's popping uh 2019 respects i went ahead and slapped a like on it <laughs> thanks yeah yeah but anyway we were thinking about getting a um a hall of fame started right here at rhymers block yeah to recognize the veterans and people that you know have done great things here and your name gets thrown around a lot like honestly you were one of the first people that lyricist brought up really what a surprise <laughs> yeah yeah he said you're one of his favorites of all time pretty much you know you're one of the people that really inspired him. Really? Uh, you know what? Um, that's kind of shocking to hear because um, it's shocking. We're, we're good friends, but, like, it's shocking to hear because he's never once, like, ever told me that. And me and his relationship, it's kind of funny because at one point, I think we were on opposite groups. And I've yeah. always read his work. I've always liked his work. And um, one thing about him is, like, I always tell him, he could really rap for days. So, I mean, if anybody, if I had to choose anybody for the Hall of Fame, it'd definitely be that guy. Um, oh, for sure. That's one of those artists on the block that you don't want to see on in a, on the opposite side of a rap battle. So, when he was in my group, I was like, oh, thank God, because this guy's about to, like, <laughs> go in right, right. for days. Yeah, yeah, I battled him once when I uh, first got on the block and, you know, took the L on that one, but <laughs> the skills have grown. Yeah. Anyhow, so uh, how long you been rapping and what inspired you to start? Um, what inspired me to start? Uh, one of my friends introduced me to Rhymer's Block. I used to make poems and they would just be poems. They would be like spoken words, but he saw more in those poems. So he was like, yo, bro, you should rap. And then sure. I was always kind of like, nah. Then uh, he showed me the, the block. And he said, okay, if you want, if you want to rap, there's, there's poetry. There's people who do poetry on the block. And that's kind of what got me started. I started posting up poems. And then um, I feel like that wasn't hitting. I feel like a lot of people weren't feeling that at the time. Like, now you can make poetry on the block. And I think it's a great space for poetry now. But for sure. people wanted raps. So I think I got tested to make a rap. And so then I made one. And now here I am. Right. I would say you found your calling. Yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I bumped a few of your songs a little bit ago. And just, you know, you, you really got that New York flavor. You know what I mean? Yeah, and uh, I really like Height State of Mind. Me being a huge Nas fan, I just think, you know, you really killed that shit. Oh, yeah, man. That was, like, one of the first few rap albums that I listened to through and through, that way, where there were no skips on it. Right. 
speaking of height, state of mind, you know, I would just suggest that you probably should refresh that, man. I noticed it's sitting at 27 respects, 24, I forget, but it seems like people kind of slept on that one, you know? Oh, yeah, that was a period of time that I would come on the block maybe like once every six months. And at that point, I was thoroughly convinced a lot of people forgot who I was. And, yeah, I just would, I'll just throw the song up because I was trying to promote that song. You know, I really feel like that's one of my best friend work. I think a lot of people didn't get to see it because um, the way that the, the block is laid out, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like if you get on the top 10 for the week, then your page gets a lot more exposure, right? Right. So, yeah, I wasn't even cracking like top 10 a week that those times. So it was like when I post the track, I would be forgotten immediately. Yeah, you know, it's kind of weird. I don't... You know, it almost feels like high school sometimes on the block, you know. You pour yeah. your heart and soul into a into a rap or a poem or whatever, and then some dude who wrote something in five minutes, you know, his shit's 150 likes, and you're sitting at, like, 30. And you're like, mean, you yeah, know. that's the name of the game. Um, But the block has changed. The block mm-hmm. has changed in the sense of refreshing your pieces. You know, back then, I could refresh my piece on a daily basis, like, mm-hmm. on an hourly basis, even. But I understand why uh, Ron got rid of that because we used to have people who used to, like, I don't know if they slept or not, but they were every single 15 minutes they were refreshing their piece. Wow. They weren't getting much likes either. Mm. Um, And it was just like, you know, when I would come and refresh my piece, I have to time it. So that way that individual doesn't like, because they wouldn't refresh one piece, they would refresh their whole catalog. So that's like 15, 20 raps right. that just took your one rap down. Yeah, that's kind of, <laughs> that's bullshit to be honest. It is bullshit. Man, so, so. I like the way that we do things now. So how, you know, speaking on that, how, compared to now, well, what has changed on the block? Like, how was things back then compared to how they are today? Um, well, man. The environment's a lot better now. I feel okay. like this environment allows, uh, you know, great poets like Rebel to like thrive. And what's his name? Ryan, I think. Michael other, Ryan. Michael Ryan, right? Yeah. I like, you know, I like poetry. So when I see Michael Ryan, when I see Rebel Post, and like, let me see who else that comes to mind. Just straight up, <laughs> they're they usually up here, like Tara Rose, like you know. Those artists can thrive now, but let me say 2015, 2017, when I was making my little run, like those artists that I just named would have been attacked, <laughs> like by some random account trying to diss you. Uh, and these guys would go onto your page, they'll read your stuff, they'll go take your most vulnerable piece, vulnerable piece and then immediately proceed to use it against you. I don't know how the block's environment got cleaned up, but it didn't happen overnight. Uh, Now everyone's all friendly and stuff, (laughs) which is great. Um, I mean, at one point, I even noticed that everyone was all friendly. And at first, it bothered me. Like, people were... uh, There's a a poem... Not a poem, but like a rap I wrote called Story of the Block. That's from like 2017 or like uh, 2016, where people were on each other's comment section asking each other like you know is you know is this a good time to diss you i've been wanting to diss you for a while and you know you don't ask permission to diss someone right okay so that's what you meant yeah yeah they were so it it happened like uh kitty city like i think she had made us all get up on a freestyle and shit and um i don't know who the two guys were because you know so many years ago but like these guys were on the comment section they were praising us and at the same time they were kind of like so uh we really like your work and we really want to diss you is it okay to diss you <laughs> like i'm like that's not how rap works right, <laughs> that's not right. how the block works i was like just if you have diss somebody just do it so i was like right. all right you know what let me let me like uh what is it instigate <laughs> like let me just no let me fire the first shot mm-hmm. so i fired the first shot doing that 
and they're all in my comment section like, whoa, oh my God, this is amazing. I'm like, what? No, this is this is the part where you call me whack. And then you attack yeah. me. They're like, what, what's going on here? I don't know. I don't know how Ron did it, but he cleaned up the environment for sure. Yeah. So I would honestly say probably just a lot of them got banned, you know? <laughs> People get banned? Oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I know Penn just came back a couple of weeks ago. Wow, you get suspended yeah. now? Yeah, he, yeah, for sure. They can ban you for life. <laughs> we actually, I had a crew, uh, well, still got them, uh, called Block Stars, and we were beefing with a group called Slaughter Unit. But anyway, like, all of them dudes got banned. There's probably like oh, six yeah, or seven of them. Insane. Yeah, they don't really tolerate the trolling shit anymore. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, for sure, so. Uh, that, that's good. Um... You know, um, it's it's changed in for the better in that respect. And I even said it when I was interviewing uh, Lyric. I was like, "Don't you miss waking up to having some kid um, from the middle of nowhere, probably been reading your stuff for two weeks, and wakes up and is like, you know what? Fuck you." And it's just like, okay, well, fuck you too. And it was right. just pretty much that. And when I say, like, I'm all shocked that people get banned now is because I'm thinking back to the many times where I would get on the block and, you know, people would diss me. And the disses, I don't know, you know, like, I can highlight when a diss is good, but then, like, you know, some of the disses were kind of like, wow, this is, like, really personal. You really don't know me. And then I have to go and take it there. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I don't feel good about it. The other way the block's changed is the the refreshing thing that I told you. I think it's mm-hmm. better now. Um, the only negative thing I can say about it is that, what, you get, like, one refresh a week for free? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. But, I mean, hell, you can buy them. I mean, the 99 cent a piece. Yeah. A pack of three is 99 cent. Yeah. And... I don't know. And whenever things are monetized, you know, there's a lot of people who just, you know, they get on an app because it's free. And when there's monetization, you know, not a lot of people can, you know, afford a pack of, like, let's say, like, 21 chips. Like, I don't know. Like, what if I just have way more money than you? I can keep refreshing on you all day. That's never going to happen. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, those are the things that happen with monetization. Right. But other than that, yeah, it's a lot of Man. So I was gonna ask you, um listening to your songs, they sound really good, you know, great quality. Do you have a studio like at your house or where do you record? Uh straight up either out of my house, out of my friend's house, which is my my friend is my producer, or in rare instances like an actual recording studio. Those three places. But mostly in and out of my house, my friend's house. We, uh, we use um, FL Studios. We use Logic Pro X. Sometimes Ableton. Y'all go all in. <laughs> shit, I'm one of those band lab rappers, so, you know, my shit's like, you know. Uh, what is it? Uh, Garage Band? Well, I use Band Lab. Garage Band's a little bit trickier. A lot more features and things if you really want to dive into it. But, you know, Band Lab's pretty good if you just want to get your music out there, I'd say. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah. I used to make my first audios off of Audacity or uh, what they used to use, uh, Rap Chat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Audacity, that's a throwback. It made me feel like an engineer. Oh. I, had, I had, like, everyone from my high school in my house one time and talking about, like, 10, 15 kids. They all want to be rappers and stuff like that. We all got together and made a school mixtape. Mm-hmm. It was off of Audacity, man. Damn, fucking Wu-Tang in that bitch. Oh, yeah. So where, where do you, uh, I mean, you don't have to stay exactly, but what part of the country are you on? You're obviously, I'm, I'm guessing East Coast based on your mm-hmm. rap, based on your voice and your style, your accent. I'm from New York City, for, you yeah. know, particularly Manhattan. And, uh, okay. yeah, uh, Washington Heights. Uptown. Yeah, I've been through there a few times. Wouldn't go back. Too big for me. Oh, it's great. Oh, yes. New York is huge. New York yeah. is huge. I can really say that. I can say, like, 
certain boroughs influenced me more than others. Uh, mm-hmm. I was, I'm influenced to rap, like, I say the Bronx contributed heavily to the grittiness in my music. Manhattan, here, here in Manhattan, below, like, 59th Street is when you start to notice the luxurious stuff that they put on TV. Because below mm-hmm. 59th Street, it's 40, uh, 42nd Street and Times Square and all the main attractions. You go past that, you start to see the real New York. Uh, I'm probably maybe one of the few New Yorkers that's never been to Staten Island, which that's another borough. That's another luxurious borough. You know, out mm-hmm. there is where we have our houses and everything like that. I go to college in Brooklyn, and I, I'm going to tell you right now, Brooklyn is a different animal. It's really? hard, wow. man. Like, whatever JV was putting in his music is probably true. So, shit's hard. <laughs> Jay Z's from uh, Marcy, ain't he? Yep. Marcy Project. Yeah, Marcy. So, uh, you ever, um, so you were born and raised in New York City then? Yes. Okay. Any plans to move out or you hanging up your, your shoes right there? No, no plans to move out of the city just yet. Um, it'd be so hard to be like accustomed to somewhere else. Uh, at 2 a.m., if I'm hungry, I can go hit the street and go get a sandwich. Like, I tried doing that in other states where my families live, and it's like everyone's like, well, if you want to eat, you got to make up your mind before 12. Like, I, on the weekends, mm-hmm. uh, I used to spend time with my dad all the way out in Pennsylvania with the Poconos and being up there in the mountains and stuff. Don't really know if that lifestyle's for you. Right. Yeah, it's not for everybody. Yeah. You know, and like I said, I've been I've been to New York a few times. Never in New York City. I've been to upstate New York, which, you know, like you just said, different animal completely. Yeah. You know, I'm talking like Niagara Falls area. You know, I've delivered a few loads out there. And when I show up there, man, like they tell they can tell immediately I'm not from there because I got like this thick southern accent, you know? Yeah. And you go to New York, and everybody's kind of like, you know, don't fucking look at me. What the fuck's your problem, you know? Yeah, but like, that's the vibe they all I have got. that expression. They all have that expression, and most of them are friendly. Most of them are friendly. The thing is, it's, it's I don't know, and I know this is in, like, ninth grade. Like, mm-hmm. the Bronx taught me. So, you know, when you're sitting on the train all smiling and stuff like that, people want to approach you and, like, sell you something. Like, back then, I would hop on the 4 train, and some guy with a pack of fucking DVDs was trying to give me or his, give me his mixtape or some shit. Like, I don't want to hear your mixtape. Fuck your mixtape. and Or I don't want to buy your bootlegged movies. Fuck your movies. Or I don't want to talk right. to you about your basketball team and you selling candies and shit like that. Sometimes, if I'm in the mood and there's a bunch of kids that hop on the train, I'll give them a dollar or something like that to quote-unquote help their basketball team. <laughs> but, yeah, when you smile in, in New York on the train, you become approachable to these entities. Even homeless people will come up to you, are more likely to come up to you and ask you for money or try to start a crazy conversation with you because you're smiling. So you always have to keep your 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 subway face on. At all times. Mm-hmm. Subway face, I like that. It's actually a good name for a song. <laughs> Subway face. So, so it's kind of what you're saying is it's kind of a deterrent then, just to kind of keep people out of your face, keep people away. It's not yeah. that you're anti-social. You just maybe you're just trying to get on down the road, you know? Yeah, definitely. It's it's a deterrent. I guarantee you, more than likely, that person is really friendly. They have a lot of friends. People love them. <laughs> right. Seems to be kind of the big city mindset. Oh yeah, you, know you know, I'm from a small town, so. Huh? You don't want useless conversation in the in the city. You, right. You're trying to, if you're on the train, you're trying to get to a place. You're trying to get there quick. Right on. And here comes this conversation that you weren't planning for, and it's like, you know, why have it? <laughs> mhm. Yeah, I mean that's one way to look at it. Like I said, I'm from a small town, so where I'm from, like, everybody's friendly, you know, you just, I don't know, you can walk in and buy something at a store and a cashier or strike up a little conversation with you, you know? Oh, man, where is that? What's <laughs> that? Oh, that's in uh, Arkansas. 
Arkansas. Yep. You know, Way I used to always say that I would uh, run there if I never liked New York. Right, right. I don't it's know why. Redneck as you think. Really. Yeah. I just chose that state. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think me and my friend used to say uh, Arkansas. Like, we used to think Arkansas and Kansas were like next to each other. Right. Because of the way they were spelled. Yeah. So, uh, let's see here. What's your highest, what's the uh, highest recognition you've got from your music? Like, have you ever been, you know what I mean, have you ever been reached out to or reached out to anybody and try to put your music out there? Um, I put my music out there. The highest recognition I could say is I've been invited to do multiple shows out here in New York. Um, mm-hmm. They call it major stage, you know, so major stage personally has reached out to me um, in terms of like where my music's going. Right now I have a song that's, you know, doing half a million on Spotify. That's me marketing it, you know, putting in stuff, trying to get people to listen to it. And I did a feature for my producer and that hit a half a million too. So, you know, we, we got numbers on YouTube. I think my music video, the highest music video I got right now doing 25,000, you know, to us, that's amazing because, you know, we're we're the ones marketing ourselves. Um, Yeah, we realized we need to probably get somebody on that just to speed up the process and then, you know, maybe more opportunities can happen for us because a lot of people do music and they don't market themselves. They miss that aspect. And I, I was always the one in our little rap group that really said that, okay, if we put out a song, then... You know, it took us, what, like a month to make that. Why don't we take four months to hop behind it and try to get it some views? Because if we're not going to do that, what are we doing the music for? Right. So what is the, uh, what's the music video called? And where can we find it? By all means. And okay. you can find it on YouTube when you type in my name, J-O-D-Y-E, Jody by all means and it's on a page that is called 900 records and that's our record label and pretty much you can find that the music video to the song that i put on the block i did one i uploaded it january this year so yeah that was like 10 months ago yep we're sure gonna check that out right after the podcast I'm yeah. actually taking notes on that right now, so 900 records, okay. Yeah, uh, even if you type in my if you type in my name, like J-O-D-Y-E, and you mm-hmm. write drama, like, that's the song that's really doing a lot of numbers for me, it'll come out on its own. Like, I think the other day a cold worker was like, you know, when I type drama, well, no, when I type your name Jody, the song drama comes out, and... I really, you know, that's a win. <laughs> that's a win for me. Like, before I would have to get on the internet and there's like five to ten Jodies that I had to comb through. Like, now it's nice that I only have to go through ASAP Rocky and maybe like one other Jody to find myself. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, there's there are a lot of talented artists on the block. Yes, immense talent. Immense talent. There is nobody on the block. Because the end all. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. mean that's their that's their end all be all? Right, right. Like that. What I'm saying is they never really try to reach out outside the block. Like they're content with just putting their shit right here on the block. But it's like, you know, what do you think, Dr. Dre's gonna stop in one day? You know, like nobody's gonna <laughs> discover you. You got to try to push yourself out. Oh, you know what? I actually mm. had to thank someone from the block who got me to branch out and that? um that person's name is grotesque so grotesque he is um or he was a member of the order of the dragons o-o-d-t-d like um, i think that's their acronym right um and crazy enough i wanted to be a dragon and i was never let in the group but i'll, I'll elaborate on that later but grotesque he is one of the people that i can definitively say like when we were dissing each other, um, 
I thought maybe one or two of his disses were way better than the shit I was coming up with. But mm-hmm. a lot of people were just liking my stuff because I was popular at the time and they weren't giving him the attention. So it made it seem like I was winning. But in my mind, I knew what was going on. I knew that maybe he had killed me on one or two of them. Like, mm-hmm. I think that battle with him was so important for me because the whole time the battle was going on, he was like, drop an audio. Drop an audio. We, we reading your stuff, but we never heard what you sound like. Drop an audio. Right. And I was like, Damn, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're yeah. we're, we're, we're type we're type rappers. All we do is type to each other. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean an audio and everything like that? And uh, he was right. Drop an audio because all that stuff that you guys write on the blog, when you finally try to get it to fit it to a beat, it's a whole <laughs> different thing. The lines no, that you it really think is. Work, it's not gonna work. Those lines are too tight. You right. have to, now you have to space it out. Now you have to figure out, you know, how to enter a beat. How to right. enter a beat is the most challenging part, at least for me. Mm-hmm. And then all the other stuff comes after that. But yeah, he he was definitely someone who got me to to level up. Grotesque. Yeah, I don't see that name on the block. So he, I don't know. He's a legend. He probably hasn't been around for a while. Oh no, he hasn't been around in a while. Like he he grotesque, uh grotesque uh prophet circuit. You ever heard of circuit? Uh I've heard the name. Circuit, fucking legend, uh prophet, my favorite rapper on there, straight up. He's the reason why I wanted to be a dragon. Uh but you know, unfortunately I never made it. So dragons, they I said I was gonna elaborate on it, so the dragon crew uh, I think they were being ran by Justin at the time. See, another name that isn't around anymore, but Justin and his crew, they were hosting trials. So the trials were like this mini rap battle tournament. And this is my first rap battle L. Um, I lost in the first round. Like, I didn't even make it out the first round. And I think, again, another pivotal moment that motivated me to become who I am today. I lost to some kid. I can't even remember his name. <laughs> That's and, and, you know, they were judging it. And, right. you know, so I lost. And I wore that chip on my shoulder. Um, my friend who put me onto the block, he made it to the Dragons. And I'm not going to lie. I personally wanted to face him in the first round because I knew I was a better rapper than him. And somehow he made it through the entire tourney. And that pissed me the fuck off. That pissed mm-hmm. me off. And that made me want to, like want to show those guys because I had so much respect for all those guys on the other side that I'm just as good as, as them. And I think that's right. that was my motivation. Every time that I post a piece up, I was like, you know, checking to see if like, you know, what Justin is doing and everything like, you know, what Circuit's doing, Kitty City, Profit, is this on par with them? And you know, I you know, I regard those guys like as the best ever. You know, AZ to JDM, Lyric. But those guys, the guys I just named right now, those guys were on my team. But, you know, those guys are legends in my eyes. Writing those names down because, like I said, we're trying to put together that Hall of Fame. So, oh, for sure, (laughs) she wins. Yeah, yeah. You know who's underrated? Who's Who's an underrated legend? Um, Hmm. Ron. (laughs) Ron? Yeah. The, the creator of Rival right. So this is yeah, like, you know, uh huh. This is like uh, this is an old story. So, um, back then, well, you guys are just as old as I am. I'm like 24, so I'm assuming you guys mm-hmm. are like 24 too. Um, Me? Yeah. No, I'm older than that. <laughs> older than that. Okay. I'm 32. Oh, so you'll remember the app called Kick, right? Yeah, for sure. So, kick, um, that was the way that people on the block used to communicate with each other. Now, another great thing that the Rhymers Block app has is that you guys get to instant message each other, which is great. Shit, we needed that years ago. Um, through kick, somehow, 
someone's got someone got Ron's kick and they put him in our group chat. And that group chat that we had, we had we had gorillas in there, we had um Mumak Mumak's group, I forgot, I think it was called the third eye and shit. Right, and then we had some dragons in there, like circling and shit. I don't know what happened, but somehow me and Ron went from joking about battling each other to actually freaking doing. And you can find that piece on his page. I think it's still there. Okay, I'm gonna check that out. Yeah. Um, Do you remember what it was called? Um, I think he straight up called it Joey Diss. Okay. Um, let me look. Keep it simple. Ron. Where is Ron? Yeah, but I think he, he I think he just called it a Joey this. And he's in he's in a group chat by the kids, so it's easy to see him. Where is he? Oh, R S offer. Boom. Yeah, he just called it Jody. He wrote that six years ago. Um okay. Yeah, so you you know me, I'm like what? I'm like, I don't know, I'm like 16, 17. I'm like, this guy made the app, he's probably whack. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me go light on him. Let me go light on him. So I hit him with some light bars. I don't even remember what I said. Ron's only condition to battle is that win or lose, I have to keep my rap up. And I was like, okay. And he was like, I don't know, from what I remember, he was promising me that he was going to defeat me because <laughs> at that moment in time other than the like first round loss on mm-hmm. on the dragons tournament i've never lost a rap battle and i've been this crazy so here comes ron and i can definitively say that he beat me <laughs> by a whole lot he had a unique flow um definitely he tricked me. <laughs> like, I can definitely say he tricked me. Like, he was making it seem like he don't really do this often and everything like that. And I came at him real soft and, like, you know, he had he just had words for me, man. Right. Like, he was nice, man. Don't ever underestimate anybody. <laughs> yeah, definitely that's what that taught me. You know, definitely. for sure. And, and the guy made, and, and, you know, the guy didn't make the app for no reason. I, I honestly believe somewhere in there he, he's a true... He's a true MC that wanted to battle. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Ron, uh, I think Rebel Tease is actually going to try to get him on the podcast. Nothing's in cement yet, but mm-hmm. stay tuned because it could happen in the coming weeks. For oh, sure. yeah. That's the one I want to hear, man. Yeah, uh, that'll be a good one. Yeah, I actually cool. didn't know we had bars like that. I mean, I've seen him post a couple of times, but, it, you know, nothing really special. Maybe he's just busy these days he doesn't really mess with it yeah you know i used to think the same thing like he like he was busy he probably is busy uh running making an app is a lot of, a lot of stuff goes into making an app one of uh, one of my first majors in college had to do with applications and networking and computer systems and stuff like that mm-hmm. and coding and all that crazy stuff and there's a lot that goes into this little icon that you hit on a lot of memes uh-huh. and i used to think that same thing but um shit i mean if you call him out he will flame you i'll tell you that much <laughs> yeah yeah i'm definitely gonna check out that disc i'm kind of curious now I, I had no clue you know i figured kind of like you he was just the creator and sometimes he would drop a little something i didn't realize he had bars like that you know um believe me i didn't know either <laughs> Uh, and had I known, I would have still battled him just to say I did it, but I would have came at him way different. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that was the point where my friend that had put me on to RB, he's like, yo, yo, you got Ron to like diss you, bro. And I was like, yeah, but I lost. And he's like, you're a fucking legend, bro. And I was like, <laughs> I was not looking at it like that. I'm over here like, shit. That's like... Right. Said I diss him again. <laughs> like, he's like, no, man. You're a fucking legend, bro. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of an old, uh, you know, you're probably not a wrestling fan, but there's a, there's an old sco- story about uh, Diamond Dallas Page 
getting into a fight with uh, Scott Steiner backstage. And even though he, like, nearly got his fucking head ripped off, like, he was a legend to the boys after that, you know? Because, like, Steiner, everybody was scared of this dude in the locker room. Mm-hmm. But DDP, like, stood up to him and shit. So it just kind of gave me that vibe. Oh, is that, is that like, WWE, like, Attitude Era before? Uh, w, that was WCW, probably, oh. like, 96, 97. Yeah. WCW, that probably when Sting was on it. No, I didn't watch that one. I used to watch yeah. WWF. Like right. Stone Cold and everything like that. Damn. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like if you, even if you lose the battle, but you challenge the toughest guy in the locker room, like you might get some acclaim for that. They'll be like, "Well, sure. let's not mess with you too." It's it's like uh, you know, when MGK dropped that diss on Eminem, it's like, yeah, Eminem roasted him, but honestly. I prefer Rap Devil. Like that's the song I keep coming back to. It's just got like that MGK's fucking... Rap Devil. And um, yeah. you're not the first to say that to me. Like when MGK dropped it, he was hot for 24 mm-hmm. hours. I was already making funeral preparations for him. But I will say that <laughs> if I could take apart their rap disses and everything like that, I really like MGK's uh, ability to make a hook. Like, he made a song that's a diss that I can continue to keep spinning that shit back. And that's, you know, and that goes to, if we was to take it further, you know that Drake and Meek Mill, this dissing thing that they had going on and everything like that. One of the reasons mm-hmm. that Drake won the battle is because Back to Back had replayability. All of Meek Mill's disses, you'll hear it for five seconds and be like, oh, this is tiring and everything like that. See, that's something that MGK has. You know, right. he had a good hook. He had very, very solid bars. It was just when M had on it, M just has a more technical way of going about it. Like, he took each line that MGK said and took it apart. He approached right. the battle in a classical sense. Like, he made fun of everything that MGK tried to get at Eminem at. Like, well, Eminem also, like, if you watch 8 Mile, that was just 8 Mile. We just heard that. Like, the mm-hmm. final battle show really how Eminem battles people. Right. Very thorough. Yeah, you know, and the thing is, a lot of people think, like, whoever's most lyrical wins the battle, but it's not like that at all, really. You know, honestly, for me, it's whoever's lines hit the hardest wins the battle. It's like when MGK said, you know, last time you saw 8 Mile was at home on a treadmill. I was like, damn, you know, that was a hard-ass bar because it's like, that's probably fucking true, you know? And Eminem's like, you know, Oh, last night, le- last night I left hickeys on her neck talking about Rihanna. It's like, that's just some bullshit line, you know? It's like, nah, you really... it was like, it's, it's, it was just a joke for M because he was like, Stan, Stan, mm-hmm. I mean, whatever the hell his name was, right? And right. it's like, you know, he was just joking. And then I thought one of his hardest lines had something to do with uh, uh, Eminem saying that he'd rather be 80-year-old, 80-year-old him. Then twenty year old him, then twenty year old MGK, which is hard as you know, like right, that's right. still true. Like I would rather be eight year old Eminem than twenty year old MGK and everything like that. And then you know a lot of people say that yeah. MGK really, when it came to rap, like it kind of was dead for him in that scene. So he went and made a rock album and became a rock star. <laughs> yeah, you know? mm-hmm. I don't really listen to MGK's music like that. I was aware of who that was. Um, I think he definitely made a mistake, you know, stepping up to that MC. But you know what? He had the balls to do so, you know, and that's more than you can say for a lot of artists. Many have tried and many have died. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I would say it's probably one of Eminem's weaker disses. You know, I think Nell in the Coffin was way fucking better. You know, anything he dropped on Everlast back in the day, that was better. Um, What's that? What's that diss he dropped on Whitey Ford? It was, uh, ah, shit, I don't remember the name. Uh, <laughs> the Girls, when he dissed Limp Biscuit, You know, so it was definitely, as far as diss tracks go, I think it was one of his weaker ones. You yeah. know, honestly, not alike. The one he dropped before that was probably better, in my opinion, you know. That was really random, that not alike. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I was like, you know, I'm jamming it. He's like, you already know who you are, Kelly. Now I'm do sublims. I'm like, you know, I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, I don't know, because it just hit harder. And then he has this rapid fire flow and everything like that. You weren't expecting it, so wait, it hit harder. 
Um, but I don't know. Like, you know, when you get to that point in your in your rap career, like MGK, Eminem and everything like that, like you're super rich. Like the the hunger starts to disappear. So I guess you're not as hard. Right. As, you know, you're not thinking as hard because right after he wrote yeah. that, I best, I best believe he probably hop on a plane to go to a place that, you know, we all can't really even pronounce. <laughs> well, if you don't mind, let's jump back on to uh, your career here. Uh, yes. I was, I was going to ask you, um, so right now, I don't know, like, if you still check in to Rhymer's Block every now and then or whatever. I noticed you haven't posted in, or your last post was seven weeks ago. Yeah. But I was going to ask you, is there anyone current that you're really feeling? Anyone Any you can get current? behind today? Anyone currently that I'm really well, what, anybody on the block is what I mean. Yeah, anyone that I'm currently feeling. Right. Um. Uh, let me look because most of these guys they're on the. You know who I like to make who's made who made a comeback and somehow revamped themselves. Evidence, because when evidence. I got back when I got on the block first ever, like evidence. He was not on the block at all. Mm-hmm. Like, so I like that he made a comeback. Um, 365, I feel like he's been on the block as long as I have. Because mm-hmm. I've seen that name before, so let's say him for sure. Uh, Rebel Tees, you know, I told him mm-hmm. that she was a real deal. Um... Shit. I mean, lyricist, Sandman, I've seen your work before, so I could throw you in there. Appreciate um, it. <laughs> I think you were dissing somebody. I think I had read once that you were dissing somebody. Shit, man, I'm always dissing somebody. <laughs> you you like, love the conflict. You know man, who's underrated, man? Who's that? Love Club, man. Gotta, love Club? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, bro, y'all gotta, y'all gotta get up on some Love Club, for real. Yeah, I try. He's. I think he's got an audio dropping tonight on the refresh. Oh shit. Yeah, I forget what it's called, but stay tuned. Check it out. And oh, evidence. I gotta read this piece you just posted of Ren House and AR-15. This is about to get interesting. Yeah, yeah. You probably won't agree with it. I actually had a dude unfollow me because of that shit. Boom. My <laughs> mind is. My mind is uh, open. I'm open-minded. Like I got friends right. from all sides of the. The, the conjure the congress spectrum like dude, <laughs> y'all take that that shit way too serious i remember back in the days we all could have opinions and disagree with each other and then right after that go catch a movie like it's not that right it's, people take that shit way too hard um mm. but damn like i would actually have to like go into the pieces that i've respected to like really know who like i really been giving it attention to but to be honest like profit to love club uh yeah good yeah, that yeah i know damn i really wish i was on the on the block more i know i said mark ryan mm-hmm. or michael Ryan. yeah yeah michael ryan Holy michael god. ryan michael ryan you know i'll tell you what i don't michael ryan has kind of been a wall since him and Rob Flo got into a little spat, and Rob dropped a couple disses, and Michael bounced. Holy I don't know, shit, Rob I don't Flo, know where yeah. he went. Rob Flo, because I think I commented on one of his disses. I was like, holy shit. I was like, bro, bro, Rob Flo, yes, yes. Thank you for reminding me about him. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, the, that's not a guy you want to challenge, man. <laughs> he always ready for the smoke. That isn't the first nah, nah, nah. G status, he's another one. G status. He yeah, this is nice. Yes, he see, that's the thing it. about the block. There's just a lot more immense talent because everyone's not focused on shitting on each other, like from my era and everything like mm-hmm. that. And you can get other legends that come up here and talk about it from a positive aspect. I don't know if it's just because of who I was and where I was on the block, but I was a target of many disses. I mean, one of my most beloved friends that's on the block right now. His name is B. Jones. I don't know if he still gets on. But occasionally. Occasionally. Like yeah. he, he's made one of the most scathing differences ever towards me. Really? 
one of the most skated, like in random. Uh-huh. It was like one of those one of those disses that he made towards me. It was weird because he had achieved the number one spot dissing me, and then I dissed him back, like three days into the refresh, and like we're we're sitting at the one and two spot, mm-hmm. and he's only above like ten more respects because he had dropped before me. It was just like that. So I guess like when you get to that point where Mark or why do I keep saying Mark Michael Ryan was. Because I think he had made a, a poem, right? And he achieved the number one spot. And I think that was the problem, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have, like, characters like Rob Flo, who, you know, they're real lyricists. You know, they're, you know, they're pen hungry and they, they want to get their shit to the top. So they right. And now look where Rob is and look where Michael is. That's just what happened. Yeah, you know, out of all the people we just listed, you know, Love Club, Evidence 3-6, all of them, I would say, honestly, Rebel Tease is Rebel Tease is definitely the most consistent. Rob still drops some 6-5 sometimes. I haven't seen Evidence in weeks. Love Club, this is his first drop in probably two or three weeks already. Shit, maybe more. So I don't know. I mean, a lot of the people from your time have obviously, you know, already hung the gloves up, but... <laughs> You know, any what I'm saying is there's a lot of new talent now. You know what I mean? A lot of people trying to build the reputation right now. Oh yeah. And uh more power to them. And yeah. Rebel Tees too. I think I think she catch heat sometimes on a rare occasion from, mm-hmm. you know, people just hating. You know, I just really want that person to do their thing. I, I really see her as the main uh pusher of this poetry movement. Mm-hmm. That's on the block, and like I said, I came from a poetry, you know, uh, standpoint. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I really wish that she was around when I had gone. I would still be doing poetry. Yeah, if I could recommend a piece to you, I would say check out um, "Rappers versus Poets." It's mm-hmm. uh, Book of V. It'll be on his page. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really dope. It's got a lot of cool. artists on it. Zero Cool. Me, you know. Let's see. Sorry, I'm taking notes at the time, so. Okay, um. So who would you say are some of the best rappers from your day specifically? I mean, I know I know you've already mentioned Grotesque and Circuit. Profit's your favorite. Anybody else that you left off? Um, definitely Jackknife. I left him off. Uh Jarhead. Okay. Um, I'm going through my followers right now because I still follow them. Um I think her name used to be Monique or something, but she calls herself MML on the app now. I can't even remember like what her actual name was. And then Necrosis Noted. Noted is another artist that has branched out outside of the block, and he does audios too. He does great. Yo, mm-hmm. obituary, man. He used to call himself like four-headed horseman, but obituary, like he was kind of what Rob Flo is today. Like, he'll drop randomly, but every time he drops some heat, some random disses, it should be some skating disses. And, you know, you got to take it, man. Thank God I was never on his bad side. We're great friends. Um, <laughs> Rika, uh, he was nice. He, you know, I think he had a short stint, and then he dipped. Um, AZ. Uh, Az Dillinger, you guys have you guys heard of him, right? Uh, I've heard the name. Like I said, all these people were before my time on the block. I do know Obituary though. Yeah, and then um, Act Writings. She was my mm-hmm. personal favorite. Favorite. She was a. Uh, she just used to come and write and uh, just write poems to Comp Circuit. I think I mentioned him before. Cooley C. I see that he dropped recently oh then he took all his rhymes down but coolie c yeah that was one of the first people i ever followed on here uh on tundra shit man man. frank daniels man that was my fucking guy jdm if i haven't said his name i think i did hank g's a beast we all know that and oh yeah like yeah there's just a lot of uh, like there are no whack rappers that I followed at least. Oh, Marito is what put me onto the block. Marito, mm-hmm. I know you guys probably never heard of him because his ass stopped dropping five years ago. But <laughs> Marito, wow. 
Kitty City too. But I look at Kitty, Kitty was like our mom, man. Cause we would diss each other or we would say some wild shit and then Kitty, Kitty was way older than us. She was like an actual adult and she would be like, yo, relax. And we would relax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, look, looking over this list of names, it looks like, you know, by comparison, probably the block's pretty dead, huh? What would you say? I mean, like I said, you know, there's still Rob and G status. You know, there's still a lot of killers on the block, but compared to how it used to be, probably not. Yeah, like the the way it used to be was you would just you would just have like new artists every other week. Like mm-hmm. there would just be new people every other week. Uh they wouldn't stay they wouldn't stay for long. That's why I don't think that the block is dead now. I think the block, the environment has shifted into more uh, poetic people are running the game now. And with the inclusion of now you can add your SoundCloud link, um, you know, not a lot of people are on SoundCloud. Like, I think that it's just that the block has shifted on what it wants to hear. What's the environment now? It's kind of poetic. It's kind of being friendly. This is the way that, I, in my in my opinion, and if you want to be an artist, this is the best time to thrive on the block. You'll really hone right. your skills without having to have so much malice in your writing, just in case to fight mm-hmm. somebody off. Yeah, I don't know. It's just crazy, you know. I, I keep hearing from guys like lyricists and you know a lot of the vets. They keep saying, you know. All these modern rappers on the block would get their asses roasted, you know, back in the day. And it's like, I don't know. I mean, we got, you know, zero. I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to be nice. You know, I'm not an old head. I don't want to be in that old head category where you see what's going on now. You'd be like, back in my day, I would have killed you. kids. Look, I I would tell any of the new guys, I want to be that person that helps you get you to where you want to be i want to help the new guys i don't want to i don't want to let you know that i would have destroyed you in 2015. you could go read my raps you can go hear my audios and you can go find that out for yourself if i would destroy you i want to be the guy that helps you to get your you want to get your writing to or fuck it i want to hop on a track with you if you do audios like send me your send me your stuff and, you know, I'll get a verse out to you in two, three weeks, and boom, you go put it on your Spotify. Let's go do that together. That's where my mind is at this moment. But 2016, 2015, me, I, I really like my chances against anybody from a competitive standpoint. <laughs> Leave it up to lyricists to say that. Yeah, I, you know, well, he's just you know, keeping it real, you know. You know, that's the guy, you know, that's the guy that, like, I got to say, like, if, if lyricists is in a battle, my money's on lyricists. Right. So. Yeah, I know Adamant thinks highly of him. For sure. Adamant. Adamant, so, yeah. New person? Uh, not, not to me. He might have came after your time, but he's mm. been there since I've been there. Mm, okay. So he may, I don't know, maybe he changed his username from what it used to be. I only know him as Adamant, though. Adamant, okay. Now, I'm not familiar with him or his work, but... You know, definitely, you see, you got people, you know, from your era that's just, you mm-hmm. know, vouching for this guy. So, mm-hmm. my guy's yeah, nice. pretty good. Yeah, Book of V, you know, like I said, James Flame, Zero Pool, you know, Toxic. I think he actually goes by Tox now. And you mentioned B. Jones. He actually goes by F-O-H now. F-O-H? Which, yeah, I have, I have no clue. Oh, I love F-O-H. the name. Yeah. I love his name, man. He, he has some memorable lines. Uh, I definitely remember what he said d- during our battle. He called me Boyo Loco. I never heard that shit before. <laughs> I remember reading that out loud to my friends in high school, and I turned around, and, uh, you know, somebody who really likes my raps, they started mm-hmm. laughing. And I was like, oh, no, nah, I got to kill this guy. <laughs> this shit is right, funny. Right. <laughs> I was like, I got to kill this guy. You said Polo Loco? Yeah, Pollo Loco or some shit like that. I was like, football. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that a Breaking Bad reference from the chicken place? Maybe. Like, 
it could have been a Breaking Bad reference, but you know I'm Dominican, so he called me a crazy chicken, and I'm like, right, right. I was like, it doesn't, it's not Props a creativity in our in our language, but it's like, it's just funny. So it's just like, what the fuck? Right. So if you were to come back, let's just say you came back tomorrow and dropped a piece, is there anybody you would want to collab with, like on your next drop? Anybody I would want to collab with on my next rap, I think me and right, Pop right. do one because we never collaborated. We got to do one. Uh, you and who? Sorry, I didn't Profit. catch that. Me and Profit. Profit, okay. Yeah, Profit. And then um, I'd like to hop on a poetic piece with like Rebel Tees, or if she wants me to rap, I'll do that. I'd hop on the track with you. Um, who else would I hop on the track with? Definitely. I'm looking at this week's because most of the people that I like check on their pieces, they they remain on, you know, getting this week's. Oh, I see that piece you're talking about, Book of E. Yeah. Um, Me and Lyricist, we have not collabed in many years. I think I'd hop on with Rob Flo. Yeah, man. Oh, me and Love Club got to get one in, man. And, uh, yeah, definitely. Sandman, Mega Power. Yeah. Well, let's hope they're listening to this podcast, you know. Yeah, I hope they Love Club's had a collaboration in a while, so. Yeah. That, that like, when I, what I told the, the, the Block Library, like, you know, I mm-hmm. think that was my only regret, that I didn't collaborate with these people while they were on, because uh, a lot of these guys, like, you know, everybody was just kind of doing their own thing. Well, anything you want to say in closing? Anything we didn't cover today on the on the podcast, or anybody you want to give a shout out to? Anything you want to plug, etc. Um, I'd like to plug my latest EP. Um, go go pick it up at your local Spotify, at your local Apple Music. Uh, people don't do CDs no more, but uh, it's Shit, called halftime. <laughs> Wait, you said you do? Hell yeah, always. Hey, Man, I love CDs. I'm I, old school, bro. I got my CDs. I got my vinyls. Um, but <laughs> go pick up. I mean, go check. Go give my uh, EP a chance. It's called Halftime, and Halftime. my uh, name on Spotify and Apple Music is J O D Y E Jody. So yeah. Halftime, and it has records that I've put on the block so far, outside release dates. A lot. Um, I think I've given I think I've given Rebel some of my tracks. Should probably add them on here, but I do have one more track to post. I've been waiting for the moment. I think I might do it either this refresh or the next refresh. But it's called Rings, and that's the first track off of my EP. It's like a posse okay. cut. It's me and a bunch of my old members from my old rap group. Not on the block, but from outside the block. Right. But yeah. Uh, next year, I hope to be in a better position, at least on, at least from a marketing standpoint, mm-hmm. and to be able to make it to great heights and you know bring the spotlight to an application to an application like this. But, you know, to some kid that's fucking 15 from wherever else he is from, you know, this is your outlet. Because this definitely was mine. So, I think a lot of people need to know about this app. Yeah, for a lot of people, this might be all they have, you know. So, it is a good resource for them. Yeah, definitely. Sorry, hold on one second. Just got to... I'm actually sitting in my truck right now, so the damn thing's beeping at me. Um... Oh, man, I was just about to head out to my car, and then when I caught your guys' message, I stayed home, man. Yeah, yeah, we appreciate it. I, I know Rebel's been trying to set this interview up for a while, so. I know, I know, and I'm just happy it went down. For sure, for sure, and I appreciate appreciate your time, and I think we all learned a lot here today. Um, and for the listeners, check out Moments and Drama on YouTube. 
You said that's your two music videos, right? Moments. Some... Moments is the album. And then okay. Drama, oh, oh. Drama is the song off of the album. But check out By All Means and okay. check out Drama. Those are my two top songs off of that album. But if you like the whole album, please DM me. Just any feedback, anything you don't like, please DM me. I accept all feedback. I am trying to grow. All right. Well, we appreciate your time, Jody. Thanks, Sandman. Thanks for everything. All right. The opportunity. All right. Later. Later. The thought of failure never setting in My homies up the block but I don't message them I can't really sleep without a sedative Got so many apps, I swear to God I'm charging membership If a shorty play me, I can't blame her cause I let her in Yeah, those things would bother me but I was never sensitive I would let her know to make it count cause that's a shot that she can't get again Yeah, I'm going heartless, going dead again Here come the flow switch People shoot for minimum cause they scared of the whole shit Niggas get distracted, they subtracting from the quotient Just protect your energy and watch it who you roll with Look, the system prejudice Police in my neighborhood are always on pathetic shit Man, it was written like petitions I've been sending in I was ducking links, sharing links We can advocate in different ways Fuck what niggas think Yeah. My hope is like a weapon So you know I shoot the shot For the nights that I be focused on the things that I'm not And I can't be losing sight of fucking things that I got And I'm talking about my dog So you know it mean a lot Hope is like the weapon And survival is the victory As I contemplate my life in clothing stores and Tiffany's Almost bought a stone for a woman who ain't fit the piece Hold up, are you shitting me? I don't know what's wrong with me I feel something calling me If you ain't really down to make it work Don't get involved with me And shorty, I'm the problem Ain't no point in really solving me My hope is like a weapon So you know I shoot the shot For the nights that I be focused on the things that I'm not And I can't be losing sight of fucking things that I got And I'm talking about my dog So you know it mean a lot It mean a lot It mean a lot